You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. The secret to well-being is discovering the power that is your birthright. The power to create a happier, healthier life drawn from our own vast internal resources. Join Jules and her guests as they gently guide you to shift your perspective from the familiar negative to the divinely connected. A place that will not only positively impact your world, but possibly shift the planet. It's all right here on Law of Attraction Talk Radio. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I'm Jules from beautiful Southern California, and I'm so glad you could be with us tonight. So what does world peace have to do with the Law of Attraction? Well, I believe it has everything to do with it. For the last eight years, you have been tuning into my show to learn how powerful you are on an individual basis. You have learned how to create abundance, prosperity, and great health individually. This was important for you to realize how your mind and belief patterns work. Did you realize this was but a training session for your true mission? Your mission, if you so choose to take it, is really about changing the world into the golden age. I know, I know, I know. There are many law of attraction gurus that state that you didn't come here to fix the world because the world isn't broken. It's all according to your thoughts and beliefs. So I'm coming to you with another scenario. And I am saying to you that, wait a minute. The world is broken. And not only that, you have an obligation to adjust it collectively through loving thoughts of peace and abundance. The majority of people on this planet are watching mainstream media. And because of that, we must overcome that individuals have lost their sovereign rights. They are enslaved. Truthfully, the secret, the DVD and the book was trying to show us that, wait a minute, the powers that be do not want us to know the secret. And that is our individual power to create everything that we need. I want to remind you that Deepak Chopra said in 2007 that this planet is at a crossroads. We can either let it be destroyed or we could shift it to a better place. This is our choice. We have been awakening at record speeds through the divinely orchestrated invention called the Internet. We're finding out truths that were hidden before, and now we're on a course to correct it. A revolution with weapons and killing is simply no longer necessary. Today we understand that the way to correct things is through our own consciousness. And when we connect consciously to the mass consciousness, and that becomes the dominant belief, that's where we connect to the source energy. We are far more powerful today than we were years ago. And I believe that this was source energy's intention all along. People like Kimberly and Foster Gamble and the Thrive Movement were given a huge platform to make sense and to connect all the dots of what's really going on in the world. Fortunately, we are now hearing both sides of the story in which 
to make a planetary correction. Look at the huge shift that we have seen just in Western medicine and the pharmaceuticals and the revelations that energy medicine may now be more efficient for healing of the human body. Look at the shift taking place with the economy globally. And believe it or not, this is so good because it allows a system of greed and corruption to finally release its hold on individuals. I often wonder if you, the ones who are listening to my show, realize that you're playing a huge and significant role in the betterment of the future. And for that, oh, wow, I'm so grateful. You see, money has nothing to do with the law of attraction. Many of you have now discovered that everything you need or want will be delivered to you without you having any money. That discovery is what is leading us into a whole new dimension of individual power. And I'm not talking about handouts. I'm talking about manifestations, real manifestations. So when you stop and ask yourself, well, what does the law of attraction have to do with world peace? You can say to yourself, everything. And you can be proud of yourself for going past material things into the true spiritual meaning of what our ancestors were trying to give to us and for our future generations. You individually are changing the world. Thank you for that. Now, I mentioned that I believe the internet is a divinely inspired invention for a specific purpose. As I mentioned in my speech in Nigeria, we have now the opportunity to connect with people one-on-one -on -one around the world through the internet. And this is our connection to the truth as to what really is happening. As a matter of fact, some of my dearest friends live in other countries. And amazingly, I've never met them in person. But via the internet, it's just like we're next door neighbors and we talk. This has afforded me the opportunity to talk with friends in Pakistan, Israel, Russia, Germany, Japan, and many other locations. You know, in worn, torn areas, I get to experience my friend's devastating fear and then share the joy of his survival. I get to hear the bombs. I get to hear the sadness and the anger. And I'm truly connected to the world and the world issues in which I don't have to rely on the mainstream media who chooses only to give me what they think I need to know. This connection has awakened me to the simple fact that we human beings were all born with the same core instincts, which is to pursue our choice of happiness and to live in dignity in which to provide nurturing love to our children and families. I am no different from those living in the bush in Nigeria, nor those living in the Ukraine. We are no different from each other. We all want the same thing. Safety, security, abundance, prosperity, dignity, and joy. 
So along those lines, I am so excited to bring you a wonderful man that I met while I was on my visit to Ilili, River State, Nigeria. His name is Dr. Hussein Danny Schumann, and we call him Dr. Danny for short. Dr. Danny, originally from Iran, has a dual citizenship in Germany where he graduated from the University of Hamburg as a doctor of gynecology. He has had a very, very long career of delivering tens of thousands of babies. And after he retired from his private practice in Germany, he volunteered to design a state-of-the-art maternity ward for Madonna University because of his huge desire to help women survive the natural process of childbirth. Now, Madonna University is a medical school, and it gives free health care to the residents of Ilili. Actually, many more because there are pilgrimages coming to the campus from all areas of Nigeria. It's really quite amazing to see. And tonight, I get to ask Dr. Danny about his thoughts on world peace and how to gain momentum. And I think you're going to be surprised by his simple suggestions. As a matter of fact, I think you're going to slap your head and say, Oh, duh, of course. Why aren't more people thinking of this? So I'm bringing to you this wonderful man in the hopes that you will take what he says and connect consciously with others. So let's take a fast station break and we'll be right back after these messages. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network, heard by millions worldwide through 38 internet radio stations and in over 135 countries. Come join us on Facebook for your daily dose of inspiration and action that reveals the secret within you. You can find us at facebook.com forward slash Law of Attraction Radio Network. That's facebook.com forward slash Law of Attraction Radio Network. It's here, it's hot, and it's a must-read. It's the science behind the Law of Attraction magazine. Every issue brings you great articles and in-depth how-tos from all your favorite Law of Attraction experts, authors, scientists, and medical professionals. Go to lawofattractionmagazine.net. That's lawofattractionmagazine.net. Welcome back. You're listening to Law of Attraction Talk Radio with Jules. Hey, I just want to let you know that I'm in the process of securing a fabulous five-day cruise from Los Angeles to Cabo San Lucas in Mexico. We are going to have phenomenal workshops on board that actually teaches you how to create that life that you've been wanting and expecting. We will answer all of your questions and then help you with real answers that you can work with. It's time to get that mind of yours in sync with your desires. And this is where we can help you to achieve your dreams. It will be in October 2022. The rates 
are incredibly low right now so I can promise you an exceptional law of attraction time so just go to loaradionetwork.com and look for the LOA cruise let's get you signed up for this if you really want to have some fun then bring a cabin mate with you because the rooms hold two people well sometimes three but two is required so bring a friend with you let's get you signed up immediately you will learn how to increase your ability to zoom in on what you really want to create and we're going to be there to help you bring that desire into manifestation and here's another announcement law of attraction radio network is again expanding starting in october we have the incredible law of attraction expert and hay house author sandra ann taylor joining every week with her own show she's absolutely brilliant and she will be answering your questions about the law of attraction now that will be starting in october and we have a couple more shows starting up so you're going to love this yes it's promising to be a really exciting time with a beautiful cruise down to cabo san lucas and brand new shows coming on board to help you create the life that you've always wanted and on another note there is some really disturbing news out about the vaccines in that many people are suffering from them now well that's okay because there are still remedies please do not forget to take your vitamin d which actually prevents you from getting sick along with vitamin c vitamin a quercetin and zinc these are the things that you need to be taking because it appears that many of the people who had vaccines are now experiencing that so that's okay it's good that you get it because you're building up your immune system all we want you to do is stay safe and take the vitamins you know the vitamins came <laughs> from the universe so let's trust the universe with this one we'll be all fine but let's protect ourselves remember vitamin d vitamin c vitamin a quercetin and zinc and you'll be fine I promise you give it to all your family members because now is the time that we have to stay safe especially if you want to go on the cruise never go anywhere without it with that I want to introduce a wonderful person to you Dr. Hussein Danny Schumann as I mentioned Dr. Danny is an Iranian and at the ripe old age of 27, Dr. Danny's sister urged him to move to Germany and enter Hamburg University Medical School. Since that time, he has championed women's rights for a safe and healthy birthing process, allowing the mother and child to not only survive, but to thrive. Dr. Danny goes and stays in Elili for months at a time. That in itself is a difficult feat because it's a very primitive lifestyle. It's not anything like we're used to. Electricity is not stable. The internet is not stable. There are not washers or dryers 
and there's no hot water. Showers did not work, but with the tropical heat, I got to tell you, the cold buckets were refreshing, and it, it was everything I needed to wash my hair. To protect foreigners from being kidnapped, we were behind large, solid iron gates, and the cars were scrutinized with mirrors for bombs underneath, and there were men with machine guns accompanying us to and from the airport. The first hour I was in Nigeria was spent in customs where we actually had to pay off people to accept my valid medical vaccination documentation. The corruption of the Nigerian government was in your face, and it was not hidden at all. Just to note, while at the airport leaving Nigeria, <laughs> the TSA agents actually wanted to be paid off in cash, which really was not a comforting thought to me getting on that plane heading out. So Dr. Danny spending months away from civilization is absolutely amazing and my respect for this man and his dedication to women around the world is not of short order he is a true blessing to this world welcome dr danny to law of attraction talk radio i am so delighted that you could join me today thank you me too i met you in nigeria and I was so impressed by what you have achieved. And I was just wondering, you are a retired obstetrician. And yet, when you could be relaxing and going on trips around the world, you went to a very remote area, a bush area in Nigeria, to build a maternity ward at Madonna University. Why? Did you do this instead of uh, doing other lovely things? Yeah, the reason uh, was back to 1988. It was in Rio de Janeiro and it was a World Congress of Obstetric and Gynecology. And I heard for the first time a terrible st stati statistic uh, figure and it was... Uh, over 500 million ladies, young ladies, uh, dying during the pregnancy or uh, pregnancy-related diseases. And, uh, of course, I didn't forget this uh, number. And during decades, the figure has uh, gone even up and by no means down in spite of all progress of medicine. So I have uh, treated uh, numerous uh, individuals during my decades of uh, obstetric and gynecology. And uh, after the retirement, I was uh, uh, happy it I could do in a broader uh, scale, mm -hmm. not the individuals, but uh, uh, yeah, more, much more than individuals to reduce these figures. And uh, the Nigeria and all other sub-Sahara countries are especially um, vulnerable for these uh, problems. Uh, so that you uh, get a comparison in Sweden, one of 18,000 ladies dies during the pregnancy. And in the 
Sierra Leone, one of ten ladies. That is unimaginable. And right. when a day, the lady dies, often dies the baby too, and if not, even if not, the whole family is ruined. So that was my motive. Wow. Wow, that that's pretty amazing statistics. So you picked Madonna University and you built this hospital, maternity ward. Oh my goodness, I was so impressed by the latest uh, technology that you actually put in there, the new beds and the incubators. But it's not an easy feat for you because you are living in primitive conditions in order to get this accomplished yeah that uh, was and that is a tall order mm -hmm. not only logistically but technically but also uh, mentally because uh, that's a high-tech uh, uh, clinic and that is why for example in modern countries the maternal mortality is so low mm -hmm. uh, and uh, in other countries so high. So that is really a, a you know, a tall order what the technique and uh, personal involves. And uh, nevertheless, if you begin something, you try to end it. And that is difficult. And Actually, I should be supposed to be in two years finished, and now I am five years and still yeah, working on it. Yes. So that is the problem. That is really the problem, especially the uh, to change the people, the mental way of uh, working. You know, they you have sometimes the impression all workers, they don't have anything to lose. So appropriately, they, for example, don't uh, know anything of uh, making the work as quick as possible. And that is uh, vital in obstetrics because if, if a lady is bleeding, you have to hurry up. You can't be uh, relaxed. You know, in no time, the lady has lost three liters blood and, and is dead. And to, mm, yeah. Uh, teach the people this point uh, that's very difficult that is my most uh, challenging uh, yeah point uh what what i hear you saying is that they don't recognize the urgency of medicine they're just taking it a step at a time on their own time scale yes uh, that is one point but i think the mm, major point is that uh, they have uh, simply used to terrible accident terrible loss of life do you know oh. they are not uh, uh, seriously impressed do you know when someone dies they simply you simply hear they say oh passed away do you know for example lady was delivered uh, midnight one once and uh, the next day I uh, visited her and she was unconscious and uh, I had lots of things to do so I couldn't uh, visit her anymore on this day and the next day I asked where is the lady and 
there was an old clinic, lots of uh, ladies in the same room, and they told me, oh, but they passed away. And with a yeah, calmness, you thought she has gone around the corner to buy some yeah, cookies. Yeah, I see. So death is pretty normal there. Normal. That's the point. That's yeah. the point. They are used to it. Wow. My goodness. You suffer. Do you know we suffer because, uh, yeah, that is a terrible to lose a young lady. But they don't see anything so special in this story. They happens more than often. Wow. That's the point. Now, while I was there, I saw three babies, each in their own incubator. And it was they were born to a woman who had triplets. And you were at dinner one night. You were talking to us about this woman. And had she not been there, one of the babies would have died immediately. But my question is, because we met the woman and she had another child, what is life going to be like for her and her newborns and uh, the child that she already has? What is what is like? What is what is life going to be like for her now? No, actually, sad story. Do you know? If you hear from distance, the lady has got uh, triples. It is so impressive. But uh, uh, the problem was uh, that as the children were born, it was a cesarean section, and all of the babies were females. And there are some students uh, there, and one of the female students whispered a bit loudly, so I got it. Uh, you know, terrible poor lady with three girls, do you know? Mm. Uh, she was uh, herself a female. So the life, uh, so the lady wasn't very enthusiastic because that is uh, not uh, she or better said her husband expected. Actually, they wanted to have sons, do you know? Mm. And to get girls, uh, you know, you can avoid it because the girls are there, but that is not uh, something you um, show off with it. Right. And, uh, the lady, uh, these, these females, um, I can imagine, uh, has her reason why she was uh, uh, not very glad, because she knows from maybe her own life that uh, the girls... Uh, don't have a very easy life in uh, such countries. Mm -hmm. Yes, I noticed. Um, I offered her congratulations, and I saw a look on her face that was, um, <laughs> it was kind of sad. She was, she was no. not that excited about it. And no. That no, that no, I could no. see that, and it was a little heartbreaking. One of the things about McDonough University that I noticed and I I loved was the fact that there were so many women who were in their last year of medical school. Matter of fact, it was like um, eighty percent of the students were women, and that gave me great hope. 
why is it at Madonna that so many women are being attracted into that field? That is, of course, a very encouraging uh, figure, and uh, that is good so. And the reason had uh, some different facets. So the ladies you have met, actually, they are not uh, from the very poorest family, because otherwise they couldn't afford to go to a private university. Mm-hmm. That is one point. Maybe the the other reason is that uh, exactly while the ladies are so um, underestimated, so uh, let's say not uh, enthusiastically welcome into the man world, so they try to make some image. So to, let's say, uh, be self-sufficient, to get a job, not to be uh, dependent upon the man, for example. Maybe that is uh, one point while the ladies are, uh, are conscious of their situation and try to compensate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I, me too. Um, Me if they can't afford to go to school, but I noticed even some of the, the guards there, there was a gentleman there who was a guard who was trying to find a um, sponsorship so that he could attend and go to school. It seems like that's what they're really looking for is for the poor people to be sponsored so that they can, especially the women, so that they can go forward in life. Of course, of course. You encounter the repeatedly that the um, girls ask you if um, you can help uh, her, sponsor her and the fee for the uh, university, college and so on. Of course, do you know, if you um, have nothing you try everything, right. and that is quite uh, normal. We would do everything to um, come to progress, to uh, make our life better, and that is uh, understandable. And uh, uh, yeah, they don't have much uh, possibility to do anything. So when they see a foreigner, foreigner you know, they yeah try. Yes. They assume that the foreigner is anyway rich, richer than they, them anyway. But uh, okay, they try. They can't actually do anything wrong by trying it. And sometimes uh, I have been witnessing, and uh, so sometimes it is rewarding from their point of view. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. You said here, you wrote, and I thought this paragraph was so impressive as an obstetrician over more than three decades i have helped deliver tens of thousands of babies and i'll tell you i've never ever seen a bad baby so if a baby turns into a bad adult something has gone terribly wrong that is brilliant can you explain that to us yeah there are lots of reasons uh, and all of them are because uh, learn the, the, the efficiency. F- 
For example, they haven't been taught that the, our way of uh, lives is only one of millions mm. and by no means sacred. And uh, so if we would think in this way, we could only accept and respect the people regardless of differences, colors, religion, language, nationality, culture, and whatever. And uh, that is one point. The second point, they have uh, got through the, uh, their childhood adult experiences that the violence is an answer. Mm. Uh, so that is quite normal uh, because they haven't learned anything else uh, to see in violence the, the solution for lots of problems. And uh, that is why such terrible things happen. Because if you can accept and respect someone and you have empathy and you... Uh, you can imagine the problem as, of this guy is your own, so you can't be violent to this person. So that is, uh, there are two points. So it's actually, childhood is like, a, to put in modern language, a computer. If you have a computer, uh, you need a software. Mm-hmm. And uh, depend to the software you fit this computer, you get a different uh, facet of computer. And that is, so the childhood is not uh, fed by right uh, uh, and social, let's say, softwares. Mm-hmm. Good point. Good point. Now, the point that I read in the book, uh, which you wrote, is about mirroring. Uh, People don't understand how to treat another person, but it's by mirroring the reflections. Whatever they put out, it comes back to them. Could you explain that a little bit more to us? Yes, actually... uh... You have the brilliant opportunity to dictate my behavior by your behavior. Mm. So if you smile at me, uh, I am obliged to smile back. That is like a mirror. And uh, uh, vice versa. If you cry at me, okay, yeah, I get angry. And uh, so the people are like mirror and uh, that is not a secret things for example lots of uh, shop assistants use this for their business if you enter a shop they treated you as though you you were very king do you know Mm -hmm. and uh, so they gave you a credit in advance they assume they are a very good guy and very good uh, king. And so your ego doesn't allow you to uh, 
not accept this and you try to behave accordingly and um, more than often you leave the shop uh, having uh, bought more than you wanted and uh, uh, probably not that you wanted yeah. and uh, for example the police in um, English police doesn't carry any firearm that is exactly the same principle so they push towards you some portion of uh, credit, uh, goodness credit in advance and hope that you are um, uh, you are kept in this uh, situation and uh, won't get violent or won't get unpolite and so. So they gave you a reputation, a good, good reputation. So in other words, it's if the rep, uh, reputation is damaged, so uh, you are not ashamed of any wrongdoing. So that is the way we can influence or we can dictate the behavior of the other people uh, toward us by simply treating them friendly if you don't know anyone there are two possibilities either you can um, think he is a devil he is uh, someone whom you don't know want maybe want to kill you or you think that is a uh, yeah, very good man that is a angel mm -hmm. unless you have experienced the otherwise and I think the second one is the uh, practical one do you know even if you sometimes are disappointed disappointed but nevertheless the advantage is far far more than be hostile to the people uh, that was beautiful and I agree actually that's what we talk about is a mirroring reflection also here on my show what I found when I was in Germany that the majority of the people also feel this way because they were always helping us, even though we didn't speak the language, but they were, they were always there to help us when we needed it, even to the point where they would take us to the place where we needed to go. It was, it was incredible. So they were showing us so much hospitality that we often don't get here in the United States. And I was very impressed. So uh, the German philosophy is very good. As I was talking about Dr. Ida's plan, who is the founder of Madonna University, he starts off with the premise that every person is good. Do you think if people recognize this, that it would end most of the um, violence and destruction in the world today. This is what we call the African philosophy. Would it work? Yeah, of course, of course. And uh, that is articulated uh, uh, latest in Africa by Father Ede, but actually that is a, a very old uh, and ancient uh, phrase for example in united nation at the building top of the building is written a poem and um, i read you this poem in my 
own language, original language, and translate immediately. It says, Bani Adam a'azay yekdigarand, ke dar afarinesh zeyek goharand. Chu ozvi bedard avarad ruzegar, digar ozfara namanad qarar. Tokaz mehnat digaran bigami, nashayad ke namand nahan adami. It means uh, the old people are from the same origin. They are just like the different organs of the same body. So it is not possible that one organs in your body suffers, for example, liver, tooth, ear, eyes, whatever, and it is uh, and you are indifferent. So if you are uh, ignorant to the suffering of the other peoples actually you are not human being mm. and go ahead uh, what it is called african philosophy so that is a ancient uh, your know, way of thinking so that we are we belong to a, a big uh, family and that is exactly why the uh, problems uh, are getting worse and worse because we don't uh, consider this. We are not conscious of this uh, fact. And uh, or if we are conscious, we are too greedy to do it. So the people are, we don't care of the suffering of people. And uh, so the greediness is uh, more than often the real reason, do you know? Yes. I tell you a simple question, do you know? It was a matter, of course, till decades ago that if you were thirsty, you can get somewhere water. Water was enough everywhere of the world, actually. And uh, so some people have realized this and diverted the rivers and make dams and so and make the water into the bottle and buy a sell it to you and yeah no maybe you are some people have bread and but no water anymore <laughs> you can't afford get water for example money greed does affect a person by what they can see in another um, and that's something that needs to be corrected. So how do you think we could go about getting this word out that every person is good? Could this, in fact, if we could get down to the very core level of a person's being, could we bring peace to an area? For, for example, I'm talking about uh, the Boko Haram that happened uh, where the people uh, took all of those teenage girls uh, from an area close by to Ilili. What would it take for something like that to end? Because that was due to religion, wasn't it? Yeah, the, there is only one way okay. that really uh, very clearly and without any consideration 
declaring once forever that the religion is a private matter. Mm-hmm. That is just like a taste, a question of taste. You know, some people eat fish, some people flesh, some of them, none of them, some of them are vegetarian. That is a matter of taste. So you shouldn't uh, tolerate it and propagate it that the the way of uh, your thinking to be transferred to other people and to do with good example as a person so that the other one aren't encouraged to uh, do the other way around, namely means the way I think and my God, my religion, my praying, that is the only one and all other are, uh, are enemy of God's. Right. You know, that is, I have never heard so clearly from any politician saying, hello, gentlemen, ladies, religion, culture, language, music, they are sexuality, they are private things. Don't mangle it. It's not your business how your neighbor is praying, not praying, eating, not, whatever, you know. And as soon as it's not uh, phrased clearly, you can't get the solution. I don't get tired to repeat that the uh, phrasing a question is half of the solution. So in order to get the solution, you have to address the question very clearly. And that is what the people make uh, capital of it, Boko Haram and ISIS and, 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 you know, there are different, uh, thank goodness, uh, there are lots of uh, such groups. And uh, that is the reason, because uh, everyone meant... Um, yeah. Well, er- every religion is thinking that they have the answer when in fact yes. they don't have the answer because no. it, a religion is an individual matter, yes. a private matter. Yes, yes, so, exactly. But these people that are trying to control and say, can we simply say to ISIS or or Boko Haram, can can we tell them, stop, it's none of your business? Can we, and are they going to pay attention? Hasn't it gone too far? They have gone too far. That is, uh, that is the root of the problem. But the way to solve the problem now so developed, that is a different matter. So we don't have uh, to confuse the root from the, uh, symptoms nowadays uh, actually uh, the only language these people can understand is really uh, violence uh-huh. quite quite definitely and that is also uh, a problem because the lots of country they have the means to stop these people do you know if they interest were involved, were in danger, 
they put an end to the problem very immediately. And because they are far from the lots of uh, European American countries, do you know, okay, they do something, but very, very half-heartedly. So that's why I emphasize the only language in this stage, do you know, they are not anymore children that you can uh, educate and uh, so on. So in this stage, what they do with uh, innocent uh, civilians can't be stopped by talking or something like they have only to feel that they can't do uh, uh, keep on going doing and that is only uh, to stop them by the same means same tools same weapons they use i see so what you're saying is governments aren't really going after them to stop it they're they're doing it half-heartedly and it's past the time that they could actually stop all of this from happening immediately by a, a show of force saying of that course. you can't do that. So that's a very good point. Um, and it's curious uh, to me as to why the governments will not do this. Yeah, we are again in the same uh, line empathy because they are not involved because they can't imagine themselves uh, where the these poor ladies were mm. are or where do you know that is it that is not uh, my business do you know okay that's bad i am sad i am sorry but okay what can i do they can do they can do lots of things but um, because uh, the interests aren't immediately uh, endanger their interest they don't do it and that is bad because if they don't do it that is only a question of time as we see they are um, occupied half of uh, iraq half of syrian half of nigeria and other countries mali and so and they are spreading mm -hmm. so there is that is uh, short-sightedness that they think, okay, that is far away. Now it's far away. But wait, these refugees, that is the best example. You know, if uh, the people could be helped at home, they wouldn't risk uh, their lives simply to enter the Europe, European countries. Mm -hmm. And another example of poverty, uh, what uh, uh, is very plastic, for example, you have heard from the fish, uh, Somalian pirates. Mm. They mm. captured lots of tankers and so. So they were simply uh, very peaceful fishermen. After the big companies empty fish the um, shores where they could uh, fish and uh, uh, earn their livings, they turned to terrorists, pirates. Yeah, they had no choice. No choice. You can't stay and see your children starving. Every means is okay if you can uh, feed your uh, kids. That is it. So the governments are not doing enough to have their citizens prosper. Um, and they're not doing enough for the safety. 
of the citizens. So the role of governments that I'm seeing right now is simply to allow war or destruction instead of stopping it. Uh, we go back again to the, uh, yeah, to feel with people, you know, if you have the remedy, if you can help, if you can avoid some disaster, you do it if you empathy with people. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, yeah, that is, that's the result. You're right. You're right. So we have to do it first on an individual basis, do what we can to help another. And to first start within ourselves to see the good in every person. So that is exactly what you what uh, the core of the story as an individual. For example, if you are, let's say, uh, encountering uh, extra an extremist Boko Haram guy, if you are sincere and tells this guy. Hello, that's your way of life, and I have a different way of life, but nevertheless, I respect your point of view as long as uh, you do the same. Mm -hmm. In this way, uh, if an, an understandable is possible, that is only on this way, that you actually acknowledge the guy only under the condition that he respects your points of view too. And if you encounter these people, I have repeatedly tried, do you know, and uh, they are rather um, accessible, rather mild and rather astonishingly cooperative, do you know? So you're saying if we go up and we are approached by a person such as Boko Haram or, or their group of people, we are to respect them first in order to get that respect back. What exactly? Okay, now that makes a lot of sense, especially with my show. But what if they will not listen? Okay, that is uh, uh, the ultimate. Uh, uh, remedy the ultimate choice. Uh, violence, the language they understand, but before to um, do this last step, I would do the first steps, mm -hmm. you know, and that is not done. I have never heard that any, uh, let's say, uh, president or minister or what, whatever has <laughs> invited some of these guys and talked to them. That's right. That's right. You know, Olga, have you ever heard? Right. You you oh. you are absolutely right. <laughs> we we everybody's missed the most important component of it all. Yes. Wow. Communication. Yeah. Communication. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Do you know at uh eye levels, do you know? Hey gentlemen, sit down, have a cup of tea, let's chat. What so can we do anything? Maybe there is a possibility we can work together. Do you know we can agree? We can stop and and then I am not that blue eye. I am not uh, claiming that it is the ultimate solution of problems. No, but that is never done. And you have uh, enough uh, 
examples, do you know? Yes. For example, between Israel, Palestinian, for so many years, do you know, that is decades, they are warring each other and Israel has spent milliards, do you know, partially of this money spent for these poor people could solve the problem, do you know? And, and, and there are enough examples. For example, the uh, problem between Iran and United States. 30 years they haven't spoke to each other, although they were really, uh, there is only one leader uh, who has every um, power in Iran, never uh, um, yeah, invited to a speech, even contacted, do you know? Wow. And all the other means, but not the main person. And that is, that's not logic. That's logical. Yes, you're correct. So the people, we, we do have a communication problem in really? that we're not taking really? them and we're not, we're not treating them as adults in which they can resolve their issues with us and we can resolve our issues with them. And that is so true with Israel and Palestine. Uh, I don't think I've ever heard of a meeting between the two uh, that could possibly resolve the issues instead of warring. That, no. it, that's, that's primitive thinking. No, they have only, always, if any, 10 mediators, you know, 10 mediators with different language, different culture, and the person directly involved they never communicate to each other. That's, that, is, uh, that is not imaginable. Do you know, if you have any problem with me, the shortest way is to communicate. Ask me, gentlemen, can we do anything? Is there any possibility to solve this problem? Instead to, yeah. Wow. So, Meditator. yeah, we're ex many are exerting power rather than to communicate. And that possibly if women could have more of a role in leadership, maybe some of that could be resolved at a faster level. I think so. I think so because there are two uh, aspects on this point. One of them, uh, as I Mm, press the coin it's not the uh, wheel it is the pill so there are hormones do you know testosterone is uh, simply uh, more aggressive than estrogen the men are uh, from the nature through this hormone more aggressive and the ladies not so and you can even uh, see it quite uh, visibly for example two ladies can communicate with each other at uh, eye levels uh -huh. do you know shouldn't be necessarily one dominating the other one they are very glad satisfied if they are on the same level do you know they are friends simply right and it is seldom by men they have to Dominate. One of them should dominate the other one. Do you know? Always a, a latent uh, fight in this regard. Mm. And that is uh, 
why I strongly believe that the women as leader really are um, an alternative. And uh, we have enough example in last uh, 50 years or so even. And uh, all of them, if it is Margaret Thatcher, if it's uh, Indira Gandhi, if it is Nazari Bhutu, if they are uh, here, the... Um, Merkel? Yeah, they are all, um, yeah, past the uh, examining of the time. They weren't by under, not worse than the gentleman. So we have a chance if we could elect more women to be world leaders, um, then we have a chance maybe of bringing about world peace through the act of communication, less aggressiveness, less testosterone, and more estrogen. <laughs> right? <laughs> so we are now... We are not too medical, <laughs> not more politics. You are right. That's really, that's true. That's true. Oh, that's, that's good. Well, that gives us direction on what we can now teach our children. <laughs> vote, yes. vote for the women instead of the men if you want a peaceful society. So that's a great place to stop. And keep on going on your consciousness that is very important to bear to be aware of things. Very important. If you are not aware of things, so uh, you are not conscious of it, they are not exist. So if they are not exist, you can't uh, look for any solution. Good luck. Dr. Danny, thank you so much for everything you are doing for the women in Nigeria. Oh, my goodness. And for that hospital and for just sharing with the world today through our show what it's going to take to bring peace to the world. And I so appreciate that. Thank you, Dr. Dan. Thank you, too. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week with another great show from Law of Attraction Talk Radio. If you'd like to comment on tonight's show, send an email to jules at loaradionetwork.com and have a great week.